This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. IGN Playlist is a new home to your game library. Rate games, share lists, and log your game time powered by How Long to Beat. Sign up for early access today at playlist.ign.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week are Tina Amini. Hi, everybody. Sam Claiborne. Hey, everybody. And Justin Davis. Scoop. We've got a great show for you this week. Big, big show. The show you've all been waiting for. The 2021 <laughs> Damie Awards have arrived. We have also got uh, IGN's own Game of the Year Award to discuss, which will have been published and revealed by the time this episode goes up. But first, quick bit of housekeeping. Mm, said This Saturday, December 18th, IGN is hosting the official red carpet uh, event for the Matrix Resurrections in San Francisco. Um, but you can watch it online. We're going to be streaming it everywhere. They take place at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, Saturday the uh, 18th. You can watch on IGN our, or IGN's YouTube, our TikTok, our Twitter, our Facebook. And uh, all the big stars are going to be there. Keanu is going to be there. Carrie Ann Moss. All hosted by IGN, so check it out. Now... IGN's Game of the Year. Tina, you want to do the honors in case uh, any uh, of our listeners and viewers are not aware yet? We do it. Yeah, absolutely. Do I get a drum roll? Yeah. It's impossible with the mics. Can you hear with the mics? <laughs> well, our Game of the Year for 2021 is Forza Horizon 5. Oh. How is Incredible, this possible? Right? How is this possible? On on multiple occasions in our Game of the Year watch, I've said that a racing game would never win IGN's Game of the Year. Yeah. How is this possible? 
It's kind of incredible because, yeah, that's that's the commentary. Everybody's like, oh, isn't it just yet another racing game? Yeah, sure. It's iterative and, and whatnot, but it's it's always just a carbon copy with, with minor adjustments year after year. I think people say the same thing about sports titles, um, even some shooter experiences. But, yeah, I think Forza Horizon 5 and I know Justin's a giant fan mm-hmm. out of maybe all of us, mm-hmm. um, but it, it really uh, kind of it it overtook not only um ign but uh, meaning our staff but also the gaming community at large like everyone mm-hmm. really was participating enjoying seeing their friends racing up against or rather their ghost friends racing up against them a lot of the open world environments and some of the freedom that that gives you and it's just also incredibly polished and incredibly yep. beautiful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean tina pretty much summed it up i think it's a well-deserved win i am still playing it they do these weekly challenges and um, i've been doing them every single week where it's been a long long time since a game's sucked me in like that where i'm willing to sort of engage with the games as a service aspect of it um mm. I think for me, it's the ability to um, just the amount of stuff that's like player first and player centric of like what you're seeing in this footage right now of like having that racing line turned on, like that's optional, Mm -hmm. like turn it off if you don't want to turn driving assist on, turn it off. Like, you know, you can make the AI dead easy or you can make it almost impossible to beat. And like, Mm -hmm. it just gives all the players everything. It doesn't hold anything back. Like, here you go. Here's this crazy fun sandbox. Here's 500 cars, you know, that that these weird little trucks that go 40 miles an hour or like supercars that go 300 miles an hour and just race however you want. Um, it's 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 really, really addictive in that way. Yeah, it won me over. And I, I as I, I don't care about racing games or play them and I don't even care about cars that much. But it's just like like you said, it's just a super fun, enjoyable game to play. Super polished, beautiful game. It's more like I think it was Mark Medina that said it's more like Tony Hawk. Where it's just like, mm. oh, I love it's that. It's like, yeah, uh, there's like environmental challenges and uh, mm. secrets to find and tricky locations that you have to figure out how to get there. And it's just re- really f- feels good to just move around these environments in all these different vehicles. It's also like, Some, oh, so go ahead, Sam. Well, it's just uh, sometimes I feel like there's, you know, a, a lot of, I feel, I feel maybe more impassioned about a game and I want it to win game of the year and stuff like that. This year, like, I, I was kind of happy with basically all of our choices and i knew our staff and uh, as tina mentioned our staff and our community like just had so much fun playing this and loving it that it's just like i mean i need to play more of this game which is awesome this mm-hmm. is like the best news in the world for me that like you know we gave game of the year to a game that i can't wait to play more of um but yeah it's just like i i you know my personal game was different but only because you know there are so many great games this year and i'm just happy this one I think it's such a good, good choice. It's great. It won about 15 other awards from us as well. <laughs> oh, man. Um, including uh, console exclusive as well as uh, accessibility. I, th- I think maybe it was just those two, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. But got a lot of recognition all around. Yeah, I think it's like, for me, it's like the ultimate chill out game. I mean, I'm, I'm bouncing back and forth between this and Halo. And Halo sort of gets me all sweaty and gets my blood pumping. And then... <laughs> And then I chill out with Forza, um, A, because I'm a little bit better at it. So like, mm. I'm able to just lean back. But um, also, again, you can just bump it down to easy or just even drive around the environment. And um, and it's also like I've been playing this with my daughters, um, which is fun, too. Like, they, mm-hmm. they, they can't they're too little to be able to watch me play Halo. So um, yeah. this is like this is the daytime game. And then Halo becomes like the after hours game. Sure. That's the cycle that I'm in right now. Mm. Well, it's pretty unique among IGN's Game of the Year award winners. It's the only racing 
driving game that's ever won. And it's also been 20 years. We've been doing, IGN's been giving out Game of the Year awards for 20 years. And it's been 20 years since uh, an Xbox exclusive one uh, in 2001 with Halo Combat Evolved. Wow. Wow. So I've got the full list. Starting in 2001, Halo Combat Evolved. The other winners were Battlefield 1942, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, Half-Life 2, God of War, Okami, Super Mario Galaxy, Fallout 3, Uncharted 2, Mass Effect 2, Portal 2, Journey, The Last of Us, Dragon Age Inquisition, The Witcher 3, Overwatch, Breath of the Wild, God of War, Control, Hades, and now Forza Horizon 5. Feels like God of War cheated a little bit, got in there twice. One twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a, a title joke for you. That was good. good title joke. Thanks. Um, Thanks. Microsoft also had another, uh, this game got a 10 also, another mm-hmm. cool point of recognition mm-hmm. for it. Uh, and so did Deathloop, another mm-hmm. Microsoft uh, Studios exclusive this year. Um, and then uh, and, and looking back, Microsoft has had some other wins with Flight Simulator coming to uh, Xbox and also getting a 10. Uh, it's just quite a year for them. And then Halo uh, yeah, don't forget about got Halo, a nine. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. <laughs> what what a cool streak of, of, of exclusives. Mm-hmm. And like this game really shows off your new, if you manage to get a Series X, yeah. this game looks so good on it yeah, too, which it I think is also just exciting for everybody to have a game to look at and show your friends. Like this is the game I would put in and be like, look how cool this looks. For sure. It is, it, it is still cross-gen. So, you know, assuming yep. we get a Forza Horizon 6 or like whenever whenever they are doing like next-gen only, um, I'm just super excited to see A, what region um, Playground tackles next, but B, just how much better they can even make it look. Mm-hmm. I did a breakdown of the the genres that have won iTunes Game of the Year over, over the years. So 40% oh, cool. uh, 40% of our winners have been action-adventure games. 25% were RPGs, 20% were first-person shooters, and then 5% each for puzzle, uh, racing, or weirdo indie games. Which Weirdo which, indie games? Which one was the weirdo indie? Journey. Oh. Yeah. Just, just in, I, don't, I don't know what other... 80s, yeah. 80s I put well, under action adventure, I think. Oh, okay. okay. I see. Okay. I see. Yeah. Um, how many of those games were 3D? Um, uh, a lot of them. The a lot of them. I mean... Every, all of them except for Hades. Hades. I think all of them except for Hades. All of them except for Hades. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I need to play. I want to play some more Forza 2. But like Justin said, I've been playing mostly Halo right now, which I love. <clears throat> so as I... As I look back on the year, take stock. I think I've played 42 games this year for a significant oh amount of time. Meaning, wow. I spent a few wow. hours into them. So, uh, in in roughly the order that I played them, I'm including Cyberpunk and Monster Train here, mm-hmm. even though they were released at the tail end of last year. I played them mm-hmm. into January and finished them mm-hmm. in January. So I include them here. Then it was Hitman Three, Cyber Shadow, uh, Ape It NES style Ninja Gaiden like. Little Nightmares 2, I played God of War again because they did the next-gen patch for it. played Skyrim for the first time since it was released for a couple weeks. Narita Boy, which didn't really click with me. Undermine, uh, also in Game Pass. Dungeon and Puzzles on Switch. Puyo Puyo Tetris 2. Yakuza Like a Dragon, we all played it this year, even though it was out last year. Oddworld Soulstorm, which was on PS Plus. Picross S, Genesis Edition, Returnal. Rain on Your Parade, which I thought was kind of silly, but my nieces like to watch me play it. Biomutant, Resident Evil Village, Disco Elysium, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, Mushihimi Sama, the classic cave shooter, which came to, sh- to Switch, 
Death's Door, Cotton Reboot, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, The Ascent, Axiom Verge 2, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order again, because the next gen patch, Ghost of Tsushima again, Grifflands, Psychonauts 2, ESP Galuda 2, which we don't really know how it's supposed to be pronounced, Zookeeper oh, World, yeah. Deathloop, Far Cry 6, Metroid Dread, Castlevania Advanced Collection, Tabs, or Totally Accurate Battle Simulator, which came to Game Pass this year, Forza Horizon 5, Guardians of the Galaxy, Blaster Master 03, and Halo Infinite, which I think wow. is everything that I played this Incredible. year for a significant amount of time. It's kind of interesting. I played all of those games and then one other, which I can't remember right now. So I won. Which you cool. won? Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, Damon, I think you've played double. I've been trying this year to keep track of everything that I've been watching mm. across movies mm. and TV um, and playing in games. And I just did a quick count, and I think it's about 22. So I think you doubled the amount of game time um, that I had this year. Mm, well, I also did my own. Uh, time well spent. You also played just, old games. That I, did, I did play yeah, a lot of, yeah. We don't yeah. got time for that. I'm, I'm fine with playing old games. Uh, I all just did my own uh, genre breakdown for everything I played this year. So 33% reaction adventure games. <laughs> Uh, let's see, 12% were retro platformers, another 12% were RPGs, 10% were arcade shooters, 10% were puzzle games, 5% were weirdo indie games, 5% were card battle games, and 5% were first-person shooters, and 2% were um, racing driving games. That's just Forza, basically. Is it 100% Damey games? These are 100% Damey games. It's true. Okay. Mm. Absolutely So, Damon well, makes sure... Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know that like I would think of a shooter as a Damey game right off the bat. Mm. Yeah, like is Halo Infinite a Damey game? Halo Infinite is turning out to be a Damey game for sure. Turns out, turning out to be turning out Mm -hmm. because they changed it so much. The list of games that I finished this year is quite a bit shorter. Only eight games. I finished Mm -hmm. Cyberpunk, Hitman Three, Monster Train, which yes, you can finish, and I've done multiple times. Resident Evil Village, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, God of War, again, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Psychonauts Two. I'm deep into those Halo. Are the ones you, those are the ones you beat? Is that those what you said? Those ones I beat. I actually finished. Wow. All right. Are we done with the Dame stats yet? Yes. But now it's time to hand out some awards. Oh, man. What, <laughs> is there something? Damon, you got to. Oh, well, go ahead. Let's oh, we should have gotten our own mailed packets so we could. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. If That's I exactly had, what I was just going to say. If I had thought of it, yeah, I, I should have mailed you something. Remember but, when we had the, the novelty giant envelope? Yes. I yeah. that, of course. What if he? What if Damon didn't tell us what he was mailing us, and I just opened an envelope <laughs> that just said "Squid Game" in huge letters? <laughs> yeah. like, oh, what the hell is this? this? <laughs> it's a new Rick roll. <laughs> um, okay, here to um, hand out our first award of the evening is uh, Tina Amini with my favorite video game character oh, okay. of the year. How is I this see. working? On Slack. I've just slacked Tina the nominees. Oh, well, I guess I got a better turn on my notifications or this could have been a disastrous (laughs) Damien Awards. Um, So the nominees for Damien's favorite video game character of the year are The Weapon in Halo Infinite, Colt in Deathloop, Dream Guardians, and Raz in Psychonauts 2. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And And this was close. I, I, I... I, I thought about giving it to the weapon because I think she's great, but I haven't like finished um, Halo Infinite yet. And I spent a lot more time with Deathloop, so I'll give this one to Colt, uh, portrayed by actor Jason Kelly. He's just so funny and so likable. And I yeah. enjoyed hanging out with him the whole time I was playing Deathloop. Yeah, you ended up not recogn- liking... I was just going to say he got official recognition from the IGN Awards as well, so very in line. He also won uh, for IGN's like, yes. character of the year? Nice. For best performance. That's awesome. 
Yeah. yeah. You, well deserved. I don't know if we talked about this on Game Scoop, but I think early on, Damon, you were saying you didn't like the Juliana character. But then I think there's a good reason, and I won't spoil the ending for people, for why she acts the way she acts or is acting the way she acts. And I think it's really smart. In the end. Yeah, it comes around in the end. In the end, it explains why she's so obnoxious. <laughs> well, so. Why, why their dynamic is so hostile. <clears throat> well, it's um, funny. So... It's funny that you mentioned that, Sam, because here to hand out our second award for the most or the video game character that annoyed me the most this year is Sam Claiborne. All right, I didn't get any message from you, so I don't know if I'll be, Oh, here it is. Okay. Good thing coming. All right. Um, the nominees for most annoying video game character are Mantis Guardians. These are so mean. Mm. Juliana Deathloop. Narrator Biomutant. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> so stupid. And then Echo 216, Halo Infinite. Yeah. What, what's that? That's that dude that just complains the whole time who, who like, is oh, flying the, the ship. The pilot. The only, Your yeah, ship the only other character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He okay. is kind of annoying. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm... He, he plays a role too, but yeah. I'm Master Chief. I have a very important job. I don't need your negativity getting in my way, yeah. Echo 216. <laughs> so I was tempted to give this to Juliana, but it's interesting <laughs> that you said that since I played a heck of a lot of Deathloop but never actually finished it, just in case they were able to redeem her character somehow, I'll give the award... Uh, uh, of the video game character that annoyed me the most this year to Mantis in Guardians of the Galaxy. Knew it. Did you just change it. it in real yeah. time? No, no, no. I was just explaining why I picked Mantis. Oh, oh. okay. <clears throat> there is there is a twist on Juliana that I think absolutely explains the stuff. Okay. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't find Mantis annoying. I thought Mantis was a really cool character. No way. She knows things. No, yeah, she does and explains them to you, you kind of in a very childish, immature, obnoxious <laughs> way. Yeah. I liked everything about that game. I have no complaints. I like that game a lot. Um, I like that game a lot too. Okay. Moving right along, I had to break up uh, the, the TV awards. I had to give Netflix its own category because <laughs> so much of what I watch is just on Netflix. So here to yeah. present the – oh, sorry. I need to type in Justin. Uh, here to present the award for the best Netflix show I watched this year is Justin Davis. You're fitting. Oh, I regret looking at my Slack. <laughs> I know, right? Just happened to me too. Fifteen other notifications. Yeah, the best Netflix show Damon watched this year. The nominees are Money Heist Part Five, Castlevania Season Four, Squid Game. Is it? Is it Lupin? Probably, but Lupin is is fine for Mm, us mm -hmm. English speakers. Okay, Lupin Parts One and Two, and Cobra Kai Season Three. Yeah, Ooh, that's a tough call. Yeah, and I, I'm I'll, I'm mm. gonna bandwagon this one. I gotta just I gotta go with Squid Game just because it was such a phenomenon, great show. I loved all of it. Great, great performances. Such an interesting premise. I know that it was like a lot of people's uh, favorite show this year, or the one that they that made the biggest impression on them. But I gotta I gotta go along with the the bandwagon on this one. Also, IGN's bandwagon because it won Best TV Series and I believe Best Debut TV Series as well as Best Episode mm-hmm. in our official awards. Wow. Yeah. yeah cool show. Cool show. Um, I like all I like all of those shows, though. It's great. Although, mm-hmm. you know, anyway. And was supposed to be our Halloween costume. <laughs> it was supposed to be our Halloween costume. Oh, yeah. I never canceled oh, mine. I, still I didn't cancel it either. Oh, gosh. Is it still just stuck between yeah. here and China? Some track oh. shoot's going to show up in, like, May. <laughs> Sometimes I do get a package at the door. I'm like, oh, I didn't cancel that. I bet that's the suit. It's just not. So 
I need to cancel it. Okay, uh, here to present the award for the best show I watched that wasn't on Netflix is Tina Amini. Oh, good. Uh, best show I watched, Damon watched, not on Netflix is either Secession, Only Murders in the Building, or mm. Star Wars Visions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe this is recency bias, but I'm going to give it to the one mm. that I finished the most recently, which is actually Only Murders in the Building. Oh, you loved it, huh? Mm. Anyone else watch this one? It's so good. It's so good. It's like... I watched half of it. I need to uh, finish it. Yeah. I loved it. Because, yes, I've heard all of that. I, was, I expected the show to just be a big goof up yeah. but it mm-hmm. has, like, way more, like, heart and action. Like, I'm invested in the mystery. Oh, it's a great show. Yeah, it's a really it's an interesting mystery. And it's, like, it's so nice to see Steve Martin and Martin Short just back at the top of their game. I feel like I haven't seen either of those guys in a long time, and they're both really funny. Selena Gomez is really likable in it, too. And it's, like, it's like about podcasting. That's pretty interesting. That's true. It's also like a New York show. It's also about acting. I love it. It's great. It was a really Moderate, pleasant surprise. Unlikely uh, friendships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I also liked, uh, I mean, obviously Succession is great, but I felt this season was a little bit slower than the others, although the final three episodes are like the best, as good as anything else Succession has done, I think. Mm-hmm. And Star Wars Visions is just really cool. I like that one. <laughs> I didn't even try that out. I like how there were only three options, though, because everything else was on Netflix. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The best movie I watched, here to present the award for the best movie I watched, is Sam Claiborne. Oh, and I forgot to unbold the winner, so don't give it away, Sam. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) My reaction. Um, best movie I watched and the I in this is Damon and I'm reading the nominees. Mm-hmm. Nobody, Minari, The Suicide Squad, or A Quiet Place Part 2. And I have to caveat this. Uh, these are your choices? These are I have to caveat this by saying that since the pandemic and since I've become a father, my, my movie going has mm. bottomed out. So I don't watch nearly as many movies uh, as I used to. Um, and I'm sure there's other um, movies that are nominated and winning uh, these sorts of awards this year that I just haven't seen. But of the movies that I saw, those were the best. And I think my favorite's probably going to be The Suicide Squad, which shouldn't uh, surprise anyone who knows me and my specific action uh, movie-loving taste and uh, violent and, and gore-loving taste. Mm-hmm. Very, very fun mm-hmm. movie, I thought. It very good. Yeah. Nobody was a the nice opening, surprise, too. The opening 10 minutes Nobody of was The fun. Suicide Squad, you're like, okay, all right. Okay, I get, I get it. Oh, we're going in that direction. Yep, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a short little sort of mini award I'll give away myself. The award for the best old TV show that I watched this year that was not actually released this year. The nominees are The Sinner, which is on Netflix, mm-hmm. and 24. And the winner is going to be 24 because <laughs> I talked about this uh, earlier this year. My mm-hmm. wife and I rewatched all of 24, all eight seasons, <laughs> Why? All of, except for the last one, are 24 hour long episodes long. And I loved it. It took us like three months. And it's one of the most fun things I did all year long. I highly recommend it. The show is always entertaining, even when it is very, very stupid, which it is often. <laughs> but still super entertaining. That's kind of show. And there, it, it's so long. And there's like so many episodes that you end up seeing. There's so many actors that make cameo appearances. You're like, what? I can't believe this actor is in it. Dennis Hopper, Janine Garofalo. Oh, weird. Freddie Prince Jr. The guy from The Bones Are, <laughs> the, Bones Are yeah. the Money Guy is on it. It's amazing. Yeah. Wow. And uh, I guess that takes us to the, uh, the final award of the evening. This one's going to be presented by Justin Davis. This is the best Ooh. game that I played this year. 
Okay, I don't know if I want this kind Big of heat, this kind of heat on me. I don't mind telling you that <laughs> I actually kind of agonized over this one this year. This was a tough call for me, but I yeah, feel I like I think I, I, I feel good uh, that I made the right decision. So here to present the nominees for best game I played this year, Justin Davis. Best game I played, I being Damon, mm-hmm. as read as read by me, Justin <laughs> Davis. Uh, uh, nominee one, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts two. Resident Evil Village, Zookeeper World, <laughs> or Hitman 3. Thank you, Justin. And uh, I really, I was going back and forth between Psychonauts 2 and Resident Evil Village. And I ended up giving it to Resident Evil Village, which I think... Wow. wow. Yeah, I, I loved Psychonauts 2. It's so clever and inventive. You're, you're doing different things all the time, so it never gets boring. And it's really, really well-written and funny. But I also love, you know, just classic AAA single player adventure games like Resident Evil. And Resident Evil has the production value is just there. It has that, um, it, it beats out Psychonauts 2 in the production value category easily. Resident Evil is like, it's, it's the, exactly the type of game that I like. It's not doing anything particularly amazing or insane it's just it's just exactly what i like very well done and presented in a very pretty polished way so that's why i was going back and forth between those two ended up giving it to resident evil but it was tough because for me there, this year there was no like god of war or mm-hmm. ghost of tsushima or you know just something that was like so big and so impressive that i i, I agonized over this one a little, a little bit but <coughs> There it was such it. an interesting year. Like, yeah. you know, we as a team agonized a little bit for game of the year. Like it was a pretty tight race towards the end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Damon, like I feel you, there were a, there were a handful of games that I was kind of oscillating towards around my game of the year. And I think yeah. I gave it to four of them in the end. That's, that's what I decided. <laughs> wow. It's going to be an even break. That's why <laughs> do whatever you want. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah. No rules. There's no rules. <laughs> I should give an honorable mention to Halo Infinite because I am really, mm. really enjoying it, but I, I just haven't finished yet. I, if I could have gotten, uh, if it had, if it had released last year when it was supposed to, maybe I could have uh, added it to the list. But we'll see. That some of the um, criticisms I've heard of it is, are that the environments never really change. It's pretty much just the same outdoor environment and then indoor corridors. So. Blame the forerunners for that. I think that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, so. Uh, 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 I think you should next year let us 20 questions guess your game, Damien game of the year. Hmm. Uh, that would be, I think that'd be really fun. Wow. That's my Honest suggestion. Yeah. That, that, and, that's uh, really interesting because you would know it's a game this year. Yeah. It mm-hmm. might be too easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but it still, could be a well, bonus be question yeah. round. Yeah. Yeah. But if we could get it in two questions, I think we would get it in two. <laughs> yeah. Is it a spooky game? Yeah. Is it Resident Evil 8? <laughs> Yeah. And then we get a homemade cocoa bomb from Damon directly as, oh, a, as a consolation yeah. prize. Yeah. Well, I yeah. didn't make mine last oh. night, so one of you could have won it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I screwed mine um, up. I made mine early. Completely misunderstood that's right. the assignment. Yeah. yeah. You also uh, championed that to other people, and I fortunately yeah. was too lazy I'm to make it early. So. To <laughs> I thought, I, well, okay. It's, it's all good. The, it worked yeah, out. The, it worked yeah. out. The, the context on this is that we had a little staff holiday party online, and we got we made a recipe together mm. uh, called a cocoa bomb. Mm. Um, yeah. So uh, Halo is definitely my game of the year. I, I have no question about it. I'm spending a lot of time with it right now. I'm 100 percenting it. Wow. Um, I think I'm going to try to get all the achievements too. Um, so you, I think you beat the, the campaign uh, already. No, I'm okay. trying to do this all at once. I just, which is, I know that you're very stressful. Okay. You, 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 you can after you finish the campaign, you can still go around to finish, collect stuff if you want to. 
Yes. Some of it. But some of it you can miss, mm. as detailed very carefully in our map and guide. And so you have to really carefully follow a strategy guide if you're going to 100% the game. Mm, that's so true. I'm doing that first, and then I'm going to play it on very difficult. Yeah, all the interiors that you blow up, you can't go back into. So there's, mm. there's just stuff Got that it. happens that Got you it. can't return to. Um, but the uh, the idea that like it doesn't change you know, environments, I, 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 I don't really know how to, to counter that. I'm at a point right now where I'm flying and everything's very vertical, mm. and it's so different than it was before. And like I'll, I'm spending so much time doing this uh, cool scaling of uh, you know completely sheer surfaces and stuff like that. I love where the game is progressing in that direction. Now, like if there was like you know a desert part of the ring and an arctic part of the ring, like very Super Mario Brothers style, that'd be really cool. But you know, I, I think it's mm-hmm. just it has everything I want. It's the best version of a first-person shooter in an open world that I've ever played. I have one massive criticism, Ooh. which it is incredibly difficult to switch between your grenades. So I have your grenade types if you have all of them loaded up. (laughs) So, because you have to do like two, I know it's, it's massive. I don't even try relatively speaking, but I've given up. You're right. I just, I just throw whatever grenade is equipped. (laughs) Yeah. I, well, it's, it's that. And also, you know, your various abilities, obviously that's only in campaign because you can only pick up one at a time in multiplayer. Um, but I've just taken to memorizing where they're mapped because you have to hit twice on the D pad. And I wish there was like some sort of weapon wheel or item wheel or whatever, but it's not quite a halo style, I suppose, but would have made the experience a little bit more seamless. Yeah. I mean, I don't even like switching your like RB button weapons from your, like your grappling hook to your Mm -hmm. enemy locator. It's just, you still still take two taps. You have to remember. And I don't know which one is, which, you know, Exactly. And the font is so small and you got to like really remember where it is. Like I wish it was button mapped uh, somewhat differently rather than the D pad or maybe like the icon would have been, you know, in a D pad formation to make it a little mm-hmm. bit more intuitive visually, mm-hmm. but nitpicking, nitpicking. Yeah. I, I'm loving the game too. It's I, I'm thinking about it while I'm not playing it most of the time. But Tina, so that Sam's is Halo Infinite. Tina, you think you have four, yeah. four games of the year? Yeah, <laughs> let's see. I, uh, I wrote them down so I can remember because it was, it was difficult to pick, so I. Oh, it's a lot. Um, the cheating answer, which I will say is officially not the game of the year because I feel like it shouldn't be, but the cheating answer is Mass Effect Remake, which mm-hmm. I kind of forgot came out this year. Um, mm-hmm. And then from there, it was a tough battle between Halo Infinite, Inscription, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Death Loop, and then honorary mentions for Psychonauts 2 and Artful Escape because, man, it was just a... The year was just so scattered with so many different types of experiences, Mm -hmm. and a lot of them are really, in their own right, really qualified. Um, And amongst our staff, like Halo Infinite, Inscription, those were really up there competing um, for Game of the Year as well for a little bit of behind-the-scenes insight from the staff. Um, They're just incredible, but also vastly different from one another. So I think, Damien, like, you're right, there wasn't this, like, you know, number one triple A experience that everybody could kind of agree, like blew them away in such a different capacity. Whereas like, there's these really cool, like our full escape and inscription, like these really cool, like, you know, more under the radar types of games. Yeah, that's, that's true. And you, you, you reminded me of something with Psychonauts too. Another reason why I ended up giving my pick to Resident Evil Village is as much as I like Psychonauts too, I think the, the art design is kind of ugly and I know it's like, it's a choice. It's like, that's like the art style yeah. I went with, but like, I think like the main color of that game I would describe as kind of like a puke green. So I think the yep, game is just yeah. kind of ugly. It's not for everyone, yeah. for sure. Yeah. 
and also the you know the character designs too. It's not, it's supposed to be you know a little. Uh, yeah, I know it's by choice. It's not unsettling. Like, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, because exactly. they hired a bad artist. It's like that was right. their choice. It just didn't really click. It's me. just psychonauts. Yeah, exactly. This episode of Game Scoop is brought to you by NordVPN. As Scoop Nation knows, your Omega Cops have been a little obsessed with a movie called Weekend at Bernie's lately. But as happens too often these days, it is difficult to find it streaming here in the U.S. That's where NordVPN comes in. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location to a more enlightened region where they appreciate the comic delights of Weekend at Bernie's. And it's not just for streaming movies and shows. Switching your virtual location can allow you to save money by purchasing flights, hotels, and subscriptions from other countries at a cheaper price. And you can do all this worry-free as NordVPN threat protection features protect you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. Best of all, NordVPN costs the price of a cup of coffee a month, and one account can be used on up to six devices. To get the best discount on your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com gamescoop. Our link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com gamescoop. One in five Americans has learned a new language on their bucket list, or life backlog, if you will. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Upgrade your personal skill set in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Its tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I have a trip to Mexico coming up, so I've been using Babbel to brush up on my Spanish. The courses are short and sweet, so I can do one whenever I have a few minutes to spare. And the words and phrases it teaches you are designed for practical, real-world use, like ordering at a restaurant or asking for directions. Babbel can even provide you feedback on your pronunciation with its speech recognition tech. And it's not just for Spanish. Babbel includes 14 different language courses, each backed by a 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for Scoop Nation. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, only for our listeners, at babbel.com gamescoop. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com gamescoop, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com gamescoop. Rules and restrictions may apply. Lots of good games, and then I have to admit, I don't. I'm not even familiar with the Artful Escape. Uh, it's so it's um it's a bit more of like an experience than a game, I might say. Like it's got rhythm um, elements to it, so at its core, it's a bit of a rhythm game. Um, but it's really cute in how it weaves in. First off, it's gorgeous, and I love the music. And half the time, you're the one making the music. Um, obviously through the rhythm components, but even just as you're wandering through the world or like side scrolling through the world and platforming through the world, you can hit buttons to make sounds and your character's just like playing the guitar while he's sliding through these different environments and behind you, all the nature and buildings are lighting up with, um, as you're playing music, they're lighting up. It's just completely gorgeous. feels like a good Christmas game because it's very bright, um, and beautiful in that way. And it's got a cute story about, um, you know, this musician kind of coming to terms with himself and discovering his musical abilities and, you know, people's versus people's expectations of him. So it's got a really cute story and message behind the story too and it's very short it's like five hours so highly 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 recommend what did you play it on uh just pc steam cool yeah all right justin your pick for game of the year 2021 i don't know i'm deciding in real time here (laughs) um (laughs) i i think it's probably halo what i've been wrestling with like it's halo halo is my game of the year but the reason i'm like you know sort of hesitating is i'm 
I want to be so sure that it's not like recency bias. Like, mm-hmm. would it still be Halo if I would have played that way back in like January or something? And I think yes. Like, I looked it up. I've played 86 matches of multiplayer now, um, which may actually not be that many. Like, if you're the a streamer, someone that can sit and play for four hours a night, like you'd get through 25 matches in one night. But for me, like, I have this much video game time in the evening, and like, I just I spend it with Halo. Like, it's the first game in a long time that's sort of taken over my life and my game time and my leisure time in that way. Um, the gameplay is perfect. Like there's nothing mm-hmm. at all. I would change about it. Um, you know, I think three, four, three deserves the lumps that they're taking around the criticism of the battle pass and, um, and the multiplayer playlists and, and in the prices of items in the end game shop. But, you know, I don't engage with that portion of the video game. Like it doesn't have a negative impact on me or my experience. Um, it's the same thing I think I said a couple weeks ago where they had they being three, four, three had such a tightrope. It was, they had to do something so impossible, which is like honor this 20 year old legacy from all the olds like me that grew up with halo and expect it to be one thing while still bring it into 2021 and, you know, capture the attention of an audience of gamers that are more used to apex legends and Fortnite And, I think they completely pulled it off. Like they completely uh, hit a home run. Um, And, you know, I haven't even talked about the campaign, which is also just extremely excellent and well done as well. Um, I just, I love it. I play it every night. I'm playing it every night. I think that's the other element. Go ahead. Like it's, it's, it's both incredible as a campaign, but also a multiplayer game. Like there's so often Mm -hmm. those games that people like, oh, I only want to play the campaign or I only care about multiplayer, but it just pulls off both so well. Yeah. Like two games in one. Yeah, we another one. Yeah, I was, I was just gonna say we had one. <laughs> we had one glorious night of like me and Mitchell and mm. um, you know Zach used to work at IGN and uh, I think Mondo was there too. Like we all got together in a big party and played Halo for a whole night, and I was so pumped because because um, I'm like this is my life now. Like it's back. Like I'm back <laughs> to being me in my 20s playing Halo with my buds. But then um, I haven't seen them online since. Now it's just me. So I'm, I'm, you ruined it for them. Yeah. That was it. They were like, we're quitting after that game with such with it, game session. We just had that one magical night together that I'm still clinging on to. And, um, and I hope to get it back. But, um, for now I'm like the last person on my friends list standing. That's still, that's still loading into Halo. every night. I do see Mitchell online sometimes, but, um, I need new, I need, I need more Xbox live friends. I think I wanted to point out another cool thing I like about the campaign is that they do a good job of introducing the bosses and mini bosses. Like when it's time for a boss fight, there's just a short little cutscene, and you know yeah. they 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 make their little threatening statement. It's just it's just like a cool little yeah, moment yeah. to like get you into yeah. the boss fight. I think the the so, story is also complete gibberish, makes no sense. Well, that's the other thing. It's like so I I haven't played a Halo since four. I had I had no idea what was going on at the beginning of the game. I was what Cortana was bad. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, um, it's been so long. I, yeah. I've played everything through five. I even reviewed four and five, and I just completely forget because a lot went on, and there was you know the the transition between um, Bungie and three four three, and there was a lot that what happened in, the, in that kind of series. And now they're trying to take a bit of a different approach. And then there's the Halo TV series that's going to take an even different narrative approach. Like there's just so much going on in that universe. It's hard to follow, just generally speaking. I have a question. Maybe one of you that knows Halo lore more than me. Are the grunts like mercenaries? Are they like hired guns? The little everything is just an assimilated culture for for the the religious expansion of um, 
what are they called? The, the Covenant. The Covenant? The Covenant. Yeah, yeah. So they were all like basically, you know, brainwashed or enslaved or and so they expanded and took over all these planets. So, you know, the grunts, the jackals, the brutes, they're all just like part of that expansion. They're all just so, like, different alien races that are all Yeah. Right. But yeah. And I guess they, they, they put them to work in different ways and they, <laughs> they kind of made a hierarchy out of them. And, and yeah. the 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 way that you see them in this game is that those are all like ex covenant uh, forces. And they're still like in some like loose organization, but like they're, they're totally affected by the company. In general, they're like chess pieces. So they're the pawns oh, of yeah, the formation sure. of enemies. And then, yeah, there's the banished version and the covenant version and like different sects of religious sects and whatnot. As far yeah, as I've been able to interpret. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And then the, their, their motivations, though, are like a mix of like they're, they're zealots, right? They'll run at you with a, a, a grenade in right. their hand, sometimes sure. accidentally. Um, and then uh, it's a mix of that. And then also just being like kind of captive uh, species from all from the covenant history. They also um, have some of the best dialogue. They do. They're like, so like and now they have a radio and, yeah, station. Really cute. I didn't know they have. Radio oh, yeah. Station. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, these mm. are one of the collectibles is grunt antenna radio towers. Mm. You have to destroy them. And, and at first you're going up to them and the grunts are just making fun of the humans and they just they're, they're so good. And they're like, it's like, you know, like um, Good Morning Vietnam type stuff where it's just like they're, they're doing a radio show. Right. And you can sit there and listen for a while and then eventually they start talking right to you. They're like if you're thinking about destroying this, <laughs> just just hold on a second. It's great. Um, so there's that. Uh, I was going to mention about the story. One thing that um, I think, uh, I don't know, like my experience with Halo was that it was always like overwhelming and interestingly overwhelming. And I remember playing Halo 2 and 3 the first time having to play through it a couple times to understand like what the heck was going on. I remember the first time like just being like, what are they saying? Pillar of Autumn? What are they talking about? <laughs> like that was the name of a ship in it. And like it's so confusing and how many halo rings there were and like where they're going is like not done in a way that's like, I'm not going to say it's not done. Well, it's not done in a way you can wrap your head around it. So I think this carries on that tradition, whether that's good or bad, but I also think there's a good foundational plot to be had here of there's another halo ring. They mentioned constantly, they don't know what it's for. It's a mystery mm -hmm. and uh, it's repairing itself in this like really interesting way. And like, and what's the tech behind that? And why do people want to repair it? There's a mystery. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like a cool sci-fi mystery that's going on. So I think there's like a, 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 a level of criticism that should be leveled at all of Halo for this. And then this game, I think, does a pretty good job of narrowing down the focus of it. It's like, you're not jumping from place to place. You're not dealing with a bunch of competing factions. You're just, just like, you versus the world, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's they, the, the storytelling device that they're employing in infinite of kind of skipping it. Like they basically skipped a game's worth of content. And they're just like, nah, like that, that's all in the past. And some of that you pick up on flashbacks. Like you know, it's like, okay, here's Halo infinite. Here's our new big bad guy. His name is Atriox. Here's the one thing you need to know about him. He's dead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you know, that's all from um, Halo, Halo Wars, Wars two. two. Right. Which is like, I, really want to play that now honestly like, that's that's fascinating to me i don't think the banished are the most interesting characters in the game by any, any means i don't never think the brutes are but the fact that they have elites basically enticed into their worldview oh my goodness you see the cat cameo <laughs> um is really cool to me um and then i just want to say one other thing about halo and, and open worlds i think open worlds are amazing when they start having you traverse them in a new way mm. and and i think breath of the wild Breath of the Wild did that in a lot of ways with climbing infinitely, climbing everything, I should say, uh, floating and stuff like that. 
Um, the grapple shot is amazing. It is in, in Halo. I love it. Uh, it it's it, it is so forgiving and incredible. I have now grappled from you know a, a, a flying device to another, which is amazing. Uh, when a pelican comes and delivers something to you, you can aim for the seat of it and shoot yourself into it and drop down with it and take off. Like it, everything you do with that, from from traversal straight up to swinging like Vianna Commando, which you can do on the side of a cliff, uh, all that is incredible. And then. It lets you fly by the end of the game with the, the classic Halo ships. It's not a spoiler. There's just wraiths and stuff. And when you do that and you go up high on the map, it's like, this is all working perfectly. You can jump out anytime, start grappling, do whatever you want. That There's no open world games that are like that. It's it's like just a little bit above where Far Cry has gotten now, where you can fly anywhere mm-hmm. and stuff. It's just a little bit more free than that. And, it feels and no fall I also damage. like that the open... Yeah, that's, that's key. Um, but I also really like that, like the open world element is because I know Halo to be a pretty like, you know, golden path, streamlined campaign experience. So I like that it's not overly cumbersome either. Like you can engage with it on a level, like you can be the hard collectible kind of gamer style or you can just go and like take over fobs and, you know, mm-hmm. figure yeah. out campaign to campaign, um, main campaign <clears throat> uh, quests and, and focus on that instead. And it doesn't really penalize you for it either. So I like that it's not, you know, super intrusive for people who for the classic Halo experience too. Yep. My one regret is that co-op is not available yeah, yet. Yeah, right? man, yeah. Especially like when you want to do like legendary difficulty and whatnot. I prefer yeah. to do so in a cooperative experience, but you know, 2022. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to, I'm going to save legendary until that. I, I think it would be a little bit too frustrating for me. I mean, I'm dying a lot on normal, but it's because I'm throwing myself at really hard challenges in really stupid ways. It's my favorite thing. Yeah, just barreling through and then you're like, oh, okay, maybe let me think about this a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can bring you can bring a tank to any fight in this game. Mm-hmm. By the yeah, end or a fusion cell. And you, you don't, don't sleep you on don't. those fusion cells. Yep. Yeah. No, those are amazing. Those are the, so the secret best grenade. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, lots of uh, good game of the year talk, um, especially with Halo Infinite, which we're all enjoying. Uh, let's look back at the year that was just for a little bit. Um, anyone know what the most read article on IGN was this year? How to get a PlayStation 5 something something. <laughs> no, yeah. it actually wasn't a video game related piece. That's your hint. Oh, was it the Star Wars actor leaving Star Wars? That's very high. Uh Gina Carano. Uh, well, then that just passed the one that, that I think it is then. The one is um, Facebook learns there's another company named Meta already. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was recent. Which, I had flagged that last month as a crazy story for yeah. us. Mm-hmm. Why is it so popular on IGN? I don't know. Uh, but may, it, it has a very, very broad appeal. So I'm sure it just got caught up in the Google algorithm and yeah. everyone who was searching that and, topic. And Reddit, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think right when, people. The, when the Meta news was breaking with that ranked for like the term meta for like two days or something like that <laughs> and people love uh you know people love mocking facebook too so oh yeah any yeah. opportunity yeah everyone loves to hate facebook uh yes. the most read video game article that wasn't like how to watch e3 2021 was the internet dubs march 31st the day mario dies oh yeah that was a good story because what that was a, that was a goal the one. day that um super mario 3 all-stars was went off sale mm-hmm is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was the community reaction Which, to that we were covering. There was a clamor about it. Some people pointed out that it's, I don't know, it might all be like uh, a trick because you can still walk into like a Target and find <clears throat> Super Mario 3D All Stars on shelves today. Yeah. So I don't but know. They will, Just the digital version. Eventually you won't be able to. Eventually. Yeah. 
the most just like the NES, uh, uh, what were they called? The little systems. Those when those went out of print. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the SNES. SNES class, yeah. Class, yeah. Uh, these are the most popular objects on IGN.com this year. And Sam, how would we describe objects like topics? Tags, yeah, it's, it's a topics. Yeah. 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 It's a topic. It's just a game movie TV show or comic book. Yeah. It has an object in our database and any article that's written about it gets attached to it. So you can all find it together. Anyway, they're basically the most popular topics. So the, who, what, what was the most popular topic on IGN this year? Again, it wasn't video game related. Oh, Spider-Man. It's, that probably oh, ramped up a little too late. It was WandaVision. Oh. Cool. Oh. Number one. Number one. Yeah, most that's impressive. Topic on IGN this year. Uh, that would be followed by the Mortal Kombat movie, which sucked. Mm-hmm. Then PlayStation 5. <laughs> which sucked. Resident Evil was... Village and Halo Infinite. Nice. Yeah. Mortal Kombat was terrible. I forgot I even watched it. Yeah. Uh, our most read what? review this year on IGN.com. Anyone know that one? It was a video game. <laughs> mm. Um, I suppose. I mean, did you combine the numbers for Halo? Right. Yeah. That's uh, a good no, we did do ask. two different reviews for that. So no, I didn't but combine. Duty would have been a lot too. Um, no, it was actually Resident Evil. Forza. Village. Oh, ah. nice. Resident Evil. Well, to be fair, a lot of these are like early in the year too, sure. so they're accruing a lot. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um. Over on our YouTube uh, channel, the most popular video that we published, it was they're always trailers, and it was the Mortal Kombat movie trailer. But then the most popular mm. game trailer we published, anyone care to wager a guess? Mm. I was trailers a little bit surprised. I, how about this? I was a little bit surprised because the trailer is so short. Oh, oh was it uh, Knights of the Old Republic? There's no, but it's from that same event. It was Marvel's Wolverine. Oh, I was going to yeah. say Wolverine, yeah, because it was a little <laughs> nice, teaser. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the, uh, yeah, Snick. The most popular video that IGN produced this year on our YouTube was our Steam Steam Deck hands on. Nice. Which was makes sense. exclusive was, to us. Yeah. It's awesome. And then the most watched video review on our YouTube was Forza Horizon 5. <laughs> and finally, the worst reviewed games from IGN this year. There were some stinkers, they weren't all great. This year, the uh, joining the four out of ten club was Big Rumble Boxing Creed Champions, which I think is an mm-hmm. arcade boxing game with various characters from the Rocky Creed universes. Yeah, that's yeah, licensed. Baldo. Oh yeah, remember the, that one? The, yeah, that I played Baldo. Arcade you game. played Baldo? Wow. Yeah, I think that game yeah. will eventually be good. They just, mm-hmm. you know, like the controls are bad and like it just doesn't, it feels really bad right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's janky. Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. Just oh, yeah. apparently very buggy. Remember Balan Wonderland? Yes. New yeah. platformer from what? The creator of Knights? Uh, yeah, and Sonic. And Sonic, Sonic? yeah. Mm-hmm. Pixel Junk Raiders and then Werewolf the Apocalypse Earthblood. Those all joined the four out of 10 club. And we had a couple that were inaugurated into the two out of 10 club this year. Nerf legends. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's right. That just happened. Which we, we called a painful, barely functional slog that you shouldn't even consider playing as a joke. I watched the video review, which I recommend everybody do. It looks, it's hilariously bad. <laughs> and then FIFA 22 on switch again, which they've for a few years now, they've just been repackaging the exact same game putting a new number on it and releasing it again, a full price. A port of a subpar game with new lineups each year. Yeah. 
quick before we get to our final video game 20 questions of the year i was i have here the uh mega man official complete works that i was looking at recently i wanted to share some interesting info in here first of all this book is cool for any mega man fam and there are old sketches in here from inafune when he was like drawing the original uh bosses mm. for the original mega man cool. and, yeah. and then it shows you know in, in most of those games, the bosses were like submitted by fans and it shows how yeah. they take a fan submission and it, it was cool, but it wouldn't quite work and would go through revisions until it would end up as the actual boss that would end up in the game. Mm-hmm. So that's very cool. And one of the uh, fan submitted games is Smoke Man and he's like made of smoke and it also has a cigarette. Cigarette, yeah. <laughs> and that turned into uh, what? Flame Man, who's a lighter. Who's a lighter, right? Yeah. So very, very mm-hmm. cool. And then uh, they they include some logo designs before the first Mega Man slash Rock Man was released when they hadn't settled on a title. So I wanted to share uh, some of the the titles they were working on before they landed on Rock Man. This series could have been called Knuckle Kid or yeah. Mighty Kid or Rainbow Battle Kid or Rainbow Warrior Miracle Kid or Rainbow Warrior Battle Kid. That's pretty good. Why are they all kid? <laughs> Yeah, no, he, ended being, into the, he ended up being a man. Yeah. Yeah, but it's all digging digging into that rich, you know, Mighty Adam tradition. Yeah. Right? Mighty Adam. After Boy. After Boy, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got it. I think I think Knuckle Man would have been pretty cool. <laughs> that brings us to Video Game 20 Questions. This will be our final round of the year, even though we do have a, a an episode recorded for you for next week. Uh, it's our, our, our special year-end episode where I have the hosts of the other IGN podcasts on, and they don't have time for this nonsense. Only <laughs> we have time for this nonsense. <laughs> they didn't play 20 questions? They did not play 20 questions. They, I don't, ref- I don't they refused. No. They, I yeah. just, we, just, we just had other things to talk about. Well, uh, it- what's that, Justin? Go ahead. No, you go. Our suggestion this week comes from Mobius22 from PDX, which I think is Portland. It is. And no pressure... But as a fan pointed out, you all are on a 12-game winning streak with 20 questions. So, <laughs> with that said, let the questioning There's, begin. The 12-game streak includes the 100 questions, though, right? I think so. But still, you got I me. Mean, those are individual rounds that you got correct. Mm. Sure. I mean, okay. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Lucky 13 coming up. What do you think the odds are this game could have appeared in that Mega Man book? <laughs> Yeah. Um, let's see. I don't know where to start. Do you think uh, anything? Do, do we, could this game have won? W- would people be shocked if this game had won any Game of the Year awards? Uh, shocked is a pretty... I mean, I, I'm trying surprise. to phrase it. Like, I don't want to ask you, did it win any Game of the Year awards? Because you don't know every award that everybody gave out. <laughs> If how about this? If you okay. asked me, could it have won an IGN Game of the Year award? That at least narrows it down to a time period. Could it have won an IGN Game of the Year award? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. This game came out after nineteen ninety six. I assume we're we're counting for both years and also uh, time period and also quality. The game's not like completely was, terrible. Yeah. If it w- if we were able to win a Game of the Year. Yeah. Not just the fact that it was in the last 20 years. Yeah, 25 years. Damn, okay. it's just full poker face right now. Um, yeah. So, and also, I think he said our first game of the year was Halo. So that was yeah. 2001. 2001. Right. 
yeah. Okay. Is this game available on the Nintendo Switch? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is this game available on a Nintendo Switch cart? I don't know. Can't answer that one. <laughs> Is it first party published by Nintendo? No. Is it an indie game? No. Is it part of a series? No. That's five. Oh. Okay, so, so we're good. Yeah, good third party Nintendo Switch game. That's possibly a re-release from a different is platform. Is this game a re-release from a platform that was available prior to the Nintendo Switch? Well, is this game a re-release? Was this game ported onto the Nintendo Switch and originally released earlier than that? Yes. Okay. A port. A one-off port. That could have been a game of the year. I, I don't know. It's going to be like one of those, like, oh, it, is 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 this game uh, presented as a you know like a ground up remake? Um, yes, but I mean, okay, hold on, no, <clears throat> let me rephrase that. No, this game, the answer to Twenty Questions is not a ground up remake. I meant on Switch. Okay, so you're asking, so, yeah. was it's the Switch? I mean, we, we asked if it was. We asked if it was a port. It's, so Knight, it's Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's not. It's just something that got a ground up remake, but not on the Switch. The Switch got like the old version, and that's why that's why Knights of the Old Republic popped into my head. Um, destroy all humans or something like that too. Yeah, it's not part of a series though. Oh yeah, so that means it can't be Kotor either. Why? Mm-hmm. It can still be destroy yeah. all humans. No. They made a sequel. Yeah. What? There's a sequel yeah. to that? Yeah. God. All right. Mm. Oh, I, need, I need to know more. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't know what on. more, though. Uh, is this game made in Japan? No. Is this game made published by a company that has had E3 press conferences? Yes. Maybe a one-off UB game? Yeah, so that leaves us with UB, EA, <laughs> you know, potentially um, Bethesda. So I don't know, maybe Skyrim? Series. Yeah. Oh, yeah, duh. Is it an EA original? Is it an EA original? No. That's 10. I guess that's kind of new, too. It could be last gen, though. I think that's valid. Um, uh, so do we want to go to UB or Bethesda? Yeah, I mean, we can we can get the company since we know they have press conferences. There's not that many. I guess it could be Devolver. Although, no, because then we're thinking... Is that Indies? Because need- we did eliminate Indies. It's yeah, hard to tell. Yeah. They're Is- like that new category. Is this We're a Ubisoft game? Yes, it is a Ubisoft. Okay, okay. Shot in the dark. One off, one off UB. That was original. Wait, we did determine it was originally on an older Nintendo platform, right? Not Nintendo, just, just a- older a- platform. platform. Oh, okay. okay. Older platform. Yeah. 
It's not Mario Rabbids. A well, one-off I mean, really be... good UB game. You got your... So many of these are series. I'm having a hard time coming up with that many Ubisoft games that are not big series. I know. It's like Rayman, Watch Dogs. They made a... What's their new... They made Riders Republic. That's Even not Even Mario and Rabbids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is Riders on Switch? I don't know. I got, that wouldn't count but as a new yeah, game anyway. Yeah, correct. Um, what have they Prince made? Of Persia. That's yeah. a series. What have they made that's not a series? <laughs> so difficult. I mean, they're, that's what they excel at. You know, they made that combat mm-hmm. game. Um, <clears throat> what with the samurai, the samurai combat game with the sword fighting game. What's that game called? <laughs> Red Steel. No, no, no. The more new one. I can't even. My brain's like not working right now. What about Zombie U? Did they do I, that one? I thought about that. I don't know if that came out on Switch. That's insane. Yeah. It does meet the criteria if it's on Switch, which n- none of us know for sure. There's Child of Light. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a really good one. Um, I think that was a one-off, right? They didn't do a sequel on that one. Uh, Should we go like a, you know, like puzzle whatever route? Uh, on a route? What's up? I would call that game an RPG. Have we mentioned yeah, this game yet? I mean. Have you mentioned this game yet? Yes. <gasps> oh. It's probably Child of Light. That's a weird one. I didn't know that was on Switch either. Hey, maybe it's not. What kind of game were you oh, saying, yeah. Tina? It's like an it's an RPG. It's a turn-based RPG, right? No, mm-hmm. it's not. It's an action RPG. Turn? I mean, I would I would call that game an RPG. Like, I didn't play that much of it, but it was lines of enemies and lines of you, and then you smack each other. I can't remember if it's exactly literally turn based or not. We could just go RPG now, yeah. right down from there. Yeah, that's good. Go ahead. Is this game this an RPG? RPG? No. Okay. So it's what did Zombie U come out on the on this on the Switch? It actually may have. Is this a zombie game? No. Oh. Well, we but we mentioned it. Yeah, what else did we talk about? Rabbits. That wasn't yeah. anything else. And it's also technically series. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. So we know it's a Ubisoft game. It's a game that we've mentioned. Well, that we've said in the last like five minutes. Did yeah. you mean clarifying question, David? Did mm-hmm. you mean mention any time this episode or just during 20 questions? Um, either either one works. Oh. What? What? <laughs> So, well, I only think of Far Cry as one of the UB games this year, right? What other UB game did we talk? Because we talked a lot about awards stuff. And then I guess previous IGN game of the game awards. Oh, yeah. Ah. Is it is there a previous game of the year winner? That's your question. Is it a previous game of the year winner? No. Or IGN. It's 15. Yeah. Oh boy! I mean, Journey is I mean, we one, right? we definitely mentioned it in this question round, though. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. It's what else did we throw out? I don't know. <laughs> this is wild. It, I can't even remember five minutes ago. It could be. I really want to come up with the name of that. Oh, could it be? You mentioned Red Steel, but they, that got a is sequel. That a, that, mm-hmm. It is a sequel. No, oh yeah. And then um, I, I'm still trying to come up with the name of that. Sword fighting game. And there's the Watchdogs stuff we talked about. That's all a series. We Rain mentioned Man. Writer's Republic. It could be that. 
I don't see. I don't know that that quite fits. That didn't release on an older console, unless you count last, like you know, like PS4, Xbox One, which it is on. Is this an extreme sports game? No. <sighs> I like how we got the game, but we're not going to get the game. Do we, Ubisoft was making all those. Uh, oh, could it be Immortals: Phoenix Rising? We I don't, did we name drop that yet? No. We didn't. No. I don't think we did. Um, great, great answer. But we did not. <laughs> yeah. What about all those like VR games they were making for a hot second? There's that one where you're a hawk or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of those got ported to a non VR. But we didn't mention that either. <sighs> and how do we know it's not Child of Light? Because it's not an RPG. It's not an RPG, yeah. not an extreme sports game, not a zombie game. Mm hmm. It's a Ubisoft game that's not part of a series that appears on the Switch. We went. We mentioned Rayman, but that was part of a series. Hmm. So, I don't know where to go with this. Oh. Is there another like platformy kind of game? That was Maybe it's just Child of Light. And he was refusing to call it an RPG. <laughs> Damon wouldn't do us like that. Yeah, yeah. Not this close to Christmas. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I love the guilt trip. Spirit of the season. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> he wouldn't. Uh, I will give you a Christmas present. I will just say, oh. remember the meta. The meta, end of the year, game awards. Yeah. Christmas holidays. Exactly. Ifs. But, but what Ace Ubisoft of- games even came out? Did this game come out this year? Did Ubisoft make that rhythm game you're talking about, Tina? Uh, no. Do you want to ask that question, Sam? Do you want me to answer that question? What was your question, Sam? Oh, I was going to ask if it came out this year because of the meta, but no, we already established it was on our system. I right? mean, it's a... The meta would be like Game of the Year, like, like Damies, you know. What, yeah. Is it, was it... Oh, what were, what were the Damies? What, what games were, were the, in the Damies? What was his Game of the Year? We didn't. Uh, oh, we yeah, talked we about have, it in that. We have them on our phones, but we can't look at our phones. <laughs> None of none of Damon's game of the year picks were Ubisoft games, hmm. but like I, that's obviously the meta is like that's in the discussion of like the best yeah awards yeah. What if that's one of those tricks where it's like every answer is no? That's so mean. No, mm-hmm. yeah. I am so thrown off by the fact that we mentioned it. That's yeah, me too. Me I'm just trying to remember what we said. Um, should we just ask if we mentioned this during our game of the year discussion? Well, he already said in the episode and in 20 questions, and this Mm -hmm. is clearly getting us, our memory is getting us nowhere either. Should we go genre? Maybe, you know, it's not sports. We know it's not an RPG. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you think like any any Tony Hawk or uh, excuse me any uh, Tom Clancy game counts as like like what if it's a one off like Tom Clancy's like Hawks or <laughs> something <laughs> like that it didn't get it's, it's the only, Hawks it's the only one is End War they how many real time how show. many questions do we have left three questions and a guess left oh boy Ooh. I mean we could go we could go like do you shoot stuff in this game yeah, that's fine. 
I don't know. We have three precious questions. That's a good one. I think that's a good one. All right, Damon. Do you shoot stuff in this game? Yes. I'm nowhere closer. What's their live game stuff? Um, Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six. Uh, Watch. Do- um, no, what do you call it? The yeah. other one, the pandemic one. Um, yeah, the, the pandemic. Di- uh, was it the district? I, district. What's it? Is that, that, is that what it's now? called? Did oh, I make that up? The, the division. The division. division. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. But there's two of them. Yeah. Oh, something was just on the tip of my brain, too. Live, live UB games. And, yeah, I know the one you were talking about, Justin, is... Um, and a port onto a Switch honor. platform. For Honor. That's what I was searching for this oh, whole yeah. time. But again, a port onto a Switch platform. Mm-hmm. Onto yeah. the Switch, rather. It's weird. So yeah, what's a UB shooty Switch game that was really good? And a one-off. You barely shoot it. Mm. And something about wards. So it could have worn an award like years ago if it's port. Yeah, I'm trying to think of old school Ubisoft games at the moment. It's weird to so it's weird to bring something like that to the Switch. Old school Ubisoft games are things like Beyond Good and Evil. Mm-hmm. Um, also now a series. Yeah, although only one's come out, and the second one's almost assuredly dead. <laughs> <laughs> Vaporware. Mm-hmm. Right, two questions. Starting to run a little long. Well, no. you did this to us, though. So <laughs> Mobius we made us second this. guess ourselves. I don't know. It, I, I don't know, know either. We know that IGN could have given it a Game of the Year award. So it's not like it's not like that old. It's not like some old 16 bit game. And it's not obscure because we talked about it in the episode, allegedly. <laughs> I don't know. It may, I mean, it, oh my god, it's, it's going to be so obvious. I know. I'm already preemptively like mad at myself. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Well, I don't know. Does it help to know if it came out on a if it's sci-fi or something like that? And then just, just or end like it? first or third person. First person would be helpful. I can't, I still can't even think though. Like if we got mm-hmm. the answer to that. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's third person, what's a third person shooty UV switch game? I don't know what would help me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm spent. Well, we still have, have two to. questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we know it's not, um, we only asked one region question. Oh, hey, what was, the, they had that battle royale for a hot second. What was that game called? It was not oh, with the big bounce. It wasn't. I don't, yeah, but it, it wasn't received super well, if I remember correctly. No. Well, I, I actually don't know about its reception, but I know it didn't catch on. It wasn't popular. Right. Yeah. It had a battle royale. Yeah, I completely forget the name, though. And I also am skeptical that that's on Switch, but maybe it is. Is it a what multiplayer game? I mean, what do you mean by multiplayer game? What okay. do you mean by multiplayer game? <laughs> I mean, some <laughs> games are like 100% What do you want it to mean, Damon? Some games have single player and multiplayer. So like, what are you, what oh, are you asking at? Does, I guess it doesn't have multiplayer capabilities. Yes. Okay, so it is a single player game with multiplayer elements, possibly meaning co-op. You think it's that nerf game? 
Did they make that Nerf what game? If it's, no, they didn't. What are the bad games? Baldo, that one. Maybe it was one of the bad games. What bad game? Like the one ones that got bad scores. Naming off the low reviews. Oh, but we said if it could be a game of the year. Yeah, but I think Damon was just saying that was in this time frame. Like, well, that's why I was asking to clarify: is it like quality of game as well as time period? I think it's quality of game. Mm. I don't know. You and especially the meta is winning an award. They make. I'm trying to think about other. So, like Apex Legends is EA, and Valorant. Mm-hmm. Valorant is Riot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just trying to think about like. Like, I also don't think it's multiplayer yeah. on that level. Like they don't like Rocket League is epic. I'm trying to think like the fact that it's a one-off and Ubisoft doesn't make one-offs means it's just some game that they're continuing yeah. continuing to support. <laughs> okay. You have yep. a question and a guess, or I can reveal oh, it. We still have a question? Yeah. I don't oh, know. Man. I don't have it. I don't have it either. I guess my question is, are you sure we mentioned it? <laughs> um, uh, is it here? Here's a random one. Is it a multi word title or a one word title? That's not a yes or no question. <laughs> oh, okay. Is it a multi word title? Are there multiple words in this title? Ooh, this is so hard. <laughs> We're going to have to say. Okay. Actually ask your question one more time. Okay, is the title of this game composed of multiple words? No. Does that mean it's hyphenated? There we have it. It's hyphenated. There we have it. Oh. And we've come to either the the guess or the reveal. It's like a mishmash of words, like a yeah, yeah. Crackdown. Battle. Battleborn. (laughs) Right. 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 Exactly. Death loop. Ah. What did we say that was multi-word? I don't know. A mishmash. I think okay. I think we're giving it up. I wouldn't Damon. care that okay. much if we wouldn't have had the streak in our head. By the way, me too. I know okay. that threw me off from the start. Well, we're pressure was on. Lose on thirteen. It's an evil number. Unlucky thirteen. Funny you say all that because it's thirteen. Oh, I was going <laughs> to. Oh man, did we say that? Justin said lucky we thirteen said right at the start. Oh my gosh! I didn't thirteen get a sequel. No, I don't no. think so. It did, it did get uh, ported to the Switch. And the meta is that we bring it up all the time. Well, the meta is that you're on a 12-game winning streak. Uh, oh, that's not an obvious meta. Uh, well, um, it's not always going to be obvious. I, I do think you got too hung up on it being a Switch game. No kidding. I have no idea that this was on Switch. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I guess thinking back, I remember our press release about it. Yeah. yeah. And, really oh, funny. my God. Unlucky 13. 13 is a, Truly. a Ubisoft cell shaded shooter from 2003 starring David Duchovny. I that, think that I don't think people think of it that fondly today, but I gave it an eight at the time. Okay. In my, we bring it up during 20 questions a lot. It does come up a lot. And I think the only reason I discount, I thought that game got a sequel and it did not. I'm wrong. So, yeah, I, don't think so. I, I actually, I, I had no idea it was a Ubisoft game. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have said that. This is great. Yeah. It's a good meta. Yeah, that, mm. I was I was in I was joy. Oh, and also when Tina asked, "Is it a multi-word title?" It's not. There are no words in the title. Oh yeah, it's just, yeah, no, yeah. It's just Roman numerals. Yeah, but I suppose if you read it out, it is a single yeah, word yeah. or thirteen. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was a clever really idea funny. from Mobius Twenty Two in Portland. Oh, <laughs> you got us on For Christmas. Real. Well, yeah, well, on well. Christmas. Well, 
we still I, I like the I like the meta guilt more than the meta game. <laughs> yeah. Ah, humbug. Uh, well, thanks for playing, everybody. Thank you for the suggestion. Mobius 22, uh, viewers, listeners, if you have your own suggestions for 20 questions for next year, email them to me at the email address, gamescoop.com. That's where you can send all of your questions for the show. And that's going to do us for another whole year of GameScoop episodes, mm-hmm. even though we already have, we have one recorded that's coming next week, like I said. But this is the last one we're recording this year. So thanks for sticking with us again for another year. Happy holidays, everybody. Um, thank you to Tina. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Mariah, working behind the scenes to make this episode possible. My name is Damon. Everybody have very happy holidays, safe and enjoyable happy holidays. And we'll see you on the flip side. Happy New Year, everybody. I said I would run away as far as I could go. Teach the dogs to pull a sleigh Through the white and drifting snow You brought home a magic box In time for Christmas Day I chased stars and busted blocks Till the feeling went away Needles in the carpet Behind your eyes On my best behavior Till Santa Claus arrives In another castle Trying to survive The storm that took us all In 1985 You walked out into the wind To warm up Grandma's car But you never came back in Lost beyond the fog of war Scrolls unfold in front of me And I am in control Wires from the old TV Through my hands and to my soul Needles in the vacuum Ice behind your eyes On my best behavior Till Santa Claus arrives In another castle Trying to survive The storm that took us all In 1985 Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, 
And we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.